your encounter with water today's message is from second kings chapter 3 verses 4 to 20 the greatest problem in a battle is when there is no water this message explains what water represents and what you need to get water pastor encourages those who labor in prayer and have depth with god will have heights on the earth amen yes shall we open our bibles tonight to second kings chapter 3 we're going to look at a few scriptures second kings chapter 3 verses 4 and 5 and mesha king of moab was a sheep master and rendered unto the king of israel a hundred thousand lambs and a hundred thousand rams with the wool but it came to pass when ahab was dead that the king of moab rebelled against the king of israel amen now look at the seventh verse and he went and sent to jehoshaphat the king of judah saying the king of moab has rebelled against me will thou go with me against moab to battle and he said i will go up i am as thou art my people as thy people i will go up i am as thou art my people as thou people and my horses as thy thy horses amen hallelujah now look at uh the ninth verse second kings chapter 3 we read verses 4 and 5 and 7 and look at the ninth verse now so, so the king of israel went and the king of juda and the king of edom and they fetched a compass of 7 days journey and there was no water for the host and for the cattle that followed them yes now look at the 16th verse lot of scriptures second kings chapter 3 verse 16 and he said thus saith the lord make this valley full of ditches 17th verse for thus saith the lord you shall not see wind neither shall you see rain yet that valley shall be filled with water and that you may drink both you and your camels and your beast amen and the 18th verse but this is but a light thing in the sight of the lord He will deliver the Moabites also into your hands. The twentieth verse, and it came to pass in the morning, when the meat offering was offered, that behold, there came water by the way of Edom, and the country was filled with water. Amen. Amen. Your encounter with water. Amen. Amen. Tonight, I wanna title the message that way. as a title that i just got now usually i get it about an half an hour back <laughs> but i just got it now yo i had an exciting title actually but while i was sitting here while reading your encounter with water amen amen blessed be the name of jesus glory unto the name of the lord well let's forget about the title because let's let's come to the title later but i just pray that You have an encounter with the anointing of the Holy Spirit amen. even tonight. Say amen to that. Amen. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Glory be unto the name of the Lord. You know when we read that scripture this is 
the children of Israel are going in a battle and the reason for battle is a battle to handle rebellion in 2nd Kings chapter 3 verse 4 it says there Mesha king of Moab was a sheep master and rented unto the king of Israel a hundred thousand lambs and a hundred thousand rams with the wool but when Ahab the king was dead, the next verse says the king of Moab rebelled against the king of Israel. Amen. It's a battle to handle rebellion. It is a battle to enforce the submission of the enemy. And it is also a battle to regain lost territory and every one of us it doesn't matter whether you are a businessman whether you're a student whether you are uh, you know in ministry whatever there are battles that we face fights that we get into even in business and many a time the battle is to for the correction of a rebellion that comes forth from the enemy there can be satanic rebellion and many people do not even discern that. Sometimes a battle will be even with your health. You are trying to enforce the healing that God gave you through his son Jesus 2000 years ago onto your body. But there is something that in your body that is rebelling against the word. And so there is a battle that you engage in in the spirit, not in the flesh. To bring about satanic submission. A battle for the restoration of human dignity and destiny and purpose. There's a purpose of God over your life. There's a destiny that God has got for you. And there are battles that you face when you're pressing towards that. So every battle is essentially to reconcile you back to God. And to see the purposes of God reconciled back to you. And the most worrying thing when you face a battle, whether it be in your finances, in your health, in your career, in your future, the greatest problem or the worry, worrying thing that can come up is to get into battle, to go into battle and have no water. If you lack water, defeat is inevitable. There are many people who are engaged in ministerial battles. Some of you who have lands and property, sometimes you are engaged in territorial battles without you even realizing it. And the essential thing that you need amidst that is water. Amen. Amen. Lift your hand and say water. water. Amen. Amen. And scripturally, water represents three things. The first thing that water represents is Ephesians chapter 5, verse 26. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 26. We are going somewhere with this, but bear this part with me. Ephesians 5, 26. That he might sanctify and cleanse it 
with the washing of water by the word yes that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word so what you need amidst the battle is a word from god the word is like a lamp unto your feet it's light it's illumination insight So if you have God speaking to you amidst your battle you know you have insight. So what's going to happen? But the greatest problem is in the last days there shall be famine and there shall be a famine for the word. A shortage of revelation where people don't have a revelation of what am I supposed to do? The COVID-19 crisis in the world. lockdowns what am i supposed to do lord what are you trying to speak to me tonight i pray that a dimension of your spirit be opened up to a revelation from god's word that you will never have a shortage of revelation that comes from the word there are many people who go to church empty and who come back empty there are many people who tune in to meetings empty and go out empty So I make it a purpose I make it a priority to make sure that I feed people with the word of God that you don't go out empty that you're taught the word of God I pray the Holy Spirit will give you illumination Look at Lamentations chapter 4 verse 4 Lamentations chapter 4 verse 4 The tongue of the sucking child Cleaveth the, the tongue of the sucking child cleaveth cleaveth to the roof of his mouth for cleaveth thirst. to the roof of his mouth for thirst for thirst for thirst is thirsty yeah read on the young children ask bread the young children ask bread and no man breaketh it unto them yeah the bread of god's word nobody breaks it to them they thirsty it's actually a thirst for the word the tongue is on the roof of their mouth but yet they don't ask for the word are you with me and even if they ask parents do not know what to feed them with parents can give them sausages and all that but what about okay the exams are cancelled i didn't get that promotion what about my future what do you tell them if you have the revelation of god's word then you can tell them the word that will anchor them in their lives Amen. Amen. Lift your hand and say Lord Jesus reveal your word to me. Lord Jesus reveal. Give me understanding according to thy word. Understanding according to thy word. Amen. Amen. Water also represents the move of the Holy Spirit. Say that with me. The water represents the move the move of the holy spirit the holy spirit jesus said in john 7 verse 37 to 39 if any man be thirsty let him come unto me and out of the believers heart shall flow rivers of living water and he spoke about the spirit are you with me 
spoke about the Holy Spirit, Smith Wigglesworth, Charles Finney, they all carried an anointing, what you call a conviction power. Charles Finney would get into a town and people would fall under the conviction that they need God in their life, that they need to turn to Jesus. He didn't even preach. They carried such a presence with them, would just move in and the Holy Spirit would convict. So with D.L. Moody, John Wesley, they would walk through towns and go through towns and people would be convicted. They carried an anointing. The latter day glory shall be greater than the former day. Let me tell you, there is an anointing from the Holy Spirit. The water represents the move of the Spirit where you say, Lord, anoint me with such a, I need water. Amidst the battles of life. To have such an anointing over your life. That the very presence of you won't make your son to smoke in your house. The very presence of you filled with the Spirit won't cause your child to go away from God. What does the water signify? The move of the Spirit. Just not about convicting power. And today people are not convicted of sin. They are either, they're neither convicted of the righteousness of God. They are not convicted of their unbelief. Nothing. But you have ministries preaching, ministering. You have people singing songs at home for family prayer. Nothing happens. The Holy Spirit ministry is just not about conviction. But even strong manifestations of the gifts and the power of God. Immense battles to know that God is in operation. Strong deliverances. I grew up in a ministry which, you know, my spiritual father would step into a town or into a home and in that locality, if there was anybody demonically possessed, they would come out screaming. The demon would come out screaming, not them. Healings would manifest. I still remember years back, the first time I experienced, I was, I was reading about the Holy Spirit and praying and saying, Lord, I want to be so full of your spirit. We're having a meeting up in Etumanur. I said, Lord, your power is real. I want to see the manifestations of your power. And I started ministering for them. We just, people were sitting down and just started ministering for them. And then people were falling off the chairs, sitting down, nobody laying hands upon them. Some of them on the floor and Moving like a snake and demons coming out. Manifestations of the power of God. Even tonight, in your room, let the demonic harassment stop in the name of Jesus. Let the sickness depart. Let the power of Jesus, the name of Jesus, be healing unto you tonight. See, Peter walked into the house of Cornelius, started opening his mouth, and the Bible says the Holy Spirit fell upon the entire household. Can you imagine that? Wow. Manifestations. Entire household baptized in the Holy Spirit. 
not because they went for an encounter retreat or a three day conference and other like that peter went and started ministering such power they began to speak in tongues even tonight may the holy ghost come upon you fall upon you tangible manifestation of the holy spirit of god open your mouth and say i want to experience the water of tangible manifestation of the holy spirit see the anointing is not for show are you with me it is not for show it is for an emergency in the battles of your life if you lack the capacity to hear and to see there is no word from god and there is no move of the holy spirit what do you do how can you ever be in a battle without water i don't mind facing any battle in life as long as i know i have a word from god and the anointing of the holy spirit walking walking inside of me and through me it doesn't matter the size of goliath or the depth of the red sea or the wind speed of the storm that is coming or the multitudes that rise up against you nothing matters as long as you know wow the anointing of the holy ghost is upon you tonight let god open a season of supernatural encounters where you experience the power the manifestations you pray in your room and you should be literally able to be dripping with oil this people children will get bored with family prayer nobody prays at home half asleep one person watching tv another person on the phone third person still there no family prayers like that but there are family prayers where you are worshiping and god is moving and one of them is prophesying certain families are going to experience supernatural move in your family prayer time the power of god visiting you your children will start prophesying they will begin to have visions and dreams god will give them revelation from god's word prophetic songs will rise up what is the water represent the water also represents the blessing of god psalm 65 i think verse 10 hmm if you're learning something tonight say hallelujah hallelujah psalm 65 verse 10 thou waterest the ridges the waterest the ridges thereof abundantly abundantly thou settlest the furrows thereof yes thou makest it soft with showers mm-hmm. thou blessest the springing thereof thou blessest the spring thereof abundantly blessed Ezekiel 34:26 Ezekiel 34 verse 26 There shall be showers of blessing and I will make them and the places round about my hill a blessing Yes and I will cause the shower to come down in a season there shall be showers of blessing See the showers are showers of blessing 
You didn't know it was in the scripture, did you? You thought we were only singing that song. <laughs> huh? I shall be showers of blood. <laughs> It's a sequel. Prophet is a sequel who prophesied that. He sang that song. Showers of blessing. What it represents? What does it represent? Number one. What it represents? The word. What it represents? Move of the spirit. What it represents? The blessing. Joshua chapter 15. You didn't expect that, did you? Joshua chapter 15 verse 19. Joshua Joshua, where are you, Joshua? Fifteenth chapter, verse nineteen. Who answered? Mm. Give me a blessing. See, that's da- that's the daughter of Joshua, Aksa, saying, "Yes, give me a blessing. Give me a blessing." Uh, the daughter of Caleb, sorry. Give me a blessing. Mm. For thou hast given me a south land. Uh. Give me also springs of water. See, what is the blessing? Give me also springs of water. And he gave her. And he gave her the upper springs. And the, and the nether springs or the lower springs. Can you imagine that? Two springs. Wow. Water. Father, I want a blessing. And what is that blessing? The lower springs and the upper springs. Wow. Glory. Yay. Can you give your children that? You might not have a single penny in your pocket. No money in your account. But what you can do is... Lay hands upon them and say, "Be filled with the Holy Ghost. Be anointed of the Holy Ghost. Whoa! And then they're overflowing the upper spring, and with the lower spring, the blessing of God. Wow! I lay hands upon my kids and bless them. That word blessed actually means." to exist without pressure see battle but there's no pressure on you that word blessing means to exist without pressure whether it be in your family whether it be in your career whether it be in ministry business existing without pressure I mean, solve the battles. No pressure. Mm-mm. Why? Because I have the water of blessing in my life. Hey, what's happening in your life? You heard so many. Oh, bad things are happening around you. Nothing to worry. Hallelujah! The blessing. The upper springs and the lower springs are flowing. <laughs> God has blessed me. There is no pressure. Blessing means visible manifestations of flourishing and fruitfulness all around you. Amidst battle, you're flourishing. Can you imagine that? Amid COVID, the church is growing. Prophesy over your business and say, "My business will grow, enlarge, yemed the battles." 
Amen's battles a child of God does not lose territory but gains it. Amen. And there is fruitfulness and flourishing. That is a prophetic word to somebody tonight. You won't lose ground, you won't lose territory, you will flourish and be fruitful all around you. All around you. All around you, all around you, all around you. Yes. Oh. Yes. and fruitfulness all around you. doesn't matter what the crisis is out there. What is the blessing? Blessing is the elimination of a curse. You can never function or minister or do anything if you are under a curse. Are you with me? If I am under a curse, I can never minister for. Elimination of curses. Look at Isaiah 61 verse 9. Isaiah the 61st chapter verse 9. And their seed shall be known among the Gentiles. And their seed shall be known among the Gentiles. And their offspring. And their offspring among among the people. All that see them shall acknowledge them. 
that they are a seed which the Lord has blessed. See, visible evidence. No one can look at you and pity you. It's not something that you declare by faith. The manifestation of blessing is so visible that everybody, the Gentiles around you will say, Hey, this is a seed which the Lord has blessed. Can you imagine that? Wow. Let every curse be broken off in the name of Jesus from your life because of the sacrifice of Jesus. Let there be visible manifestation of blessing every area of your life. Let there be visible manifestation of the blessing of God. Amen. Amen. There are people who fight battles without water and make log and make God look bad. They make God to look like as if God called them to suffer. And then they, you tell them about the truth of God's when they'll say, no pastor, you don't understand what we're going through. See, when God called you, the Bible uses the word, he called you with a high calling, not a low calling. A child of the most high cannot go low. Cannot be a child of the low. He has to be a child of the high. Samuel. When God called him, God called him. And the Bible says he was a honorable man. See, God calls you, God calls you to honor you. You're called of God. If you believe you're called of God, open your mouth and say, I'm called of God. And God will honor me. Blessing is running without borrowing. Blessing itself is evangelistic. You can actually preach a message without preaching it by just your life. Look how God is keeping me. Amidst battles, amidst all those things. Yeah. Lift your hand and say, Lord, the mercifulness of your waters. Give to us, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Lift your hand and say that. Jesus, the mercifulness of your waters. Give it to us, Lord. Of revelation, insight, the water of your Holy Spirit. The water of your blessing amidst battle. Oh, to see your victory manifested. Lord, pour out your Holy Spirit. Even in hospital rooms. Somebody is tuned in and watching us, listening to us in a hospital room. Let the presence of the Lord come upon you. Let the tangible manifestation of the presence of God come upon you. Oh, hallelujah. Lift your hand and say, Jesus, won't you pour out your spirit? Pour out your spirit. 
pour out your spirit on us. Won't you pour out your spirit? Pour out your spirit. Pour out your spirit on us. Spirit, move in your temple. Spirit move in my life. Spirit move. I am calling. Spirit move. Move in that home, Lord, tonight. Spirit move in your temple. In your temple, Lord. Spirit move, I am calling. Spirit move, I am You know, it is Wigglesworth who said, anybody who is on the same spiritual level for consecutive two days, is <laughs> a backslider. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Smith Wigglesworth. Anybody who's in the same spiritual level consecutively for two days is a backslider. So you must run and not rot. You must fly and not fall. You must swim and not sink. Glory be unto the name of Jesus. Lift your hand and say, I must run. Otherwise I will rot. I should swim and not sink. I should fly and not fall. So help me, Holy Spirit. Bless me, Lord. Amen. Amidst the battles. Battles are not an excuse. Are you with me? So what do you need to do to get well or water? That's what we read. 2 Kings chapter 3, verses 16, 17. One more time. 16 verse. 2 Kings chapter 3, 16. And he said, Thus saith the Lord. Thus saith the Lord. Make this valley full of ditches. See, dig ditches. Say that with me. I need to dig. I need to dig. Ditches. Ditches. Amen. Amen. See, God is willing to send the rain or the water, but the water should not run off. You need it to be contained. Dig wells or ditches. God wants to bless you, but he does not want your blessings to run away. He's not going to send water if you're going to waste it. He won't bless you with the water of blessing if you waste it. He's not going to give you a revelation of power and that you waste it. God won't send you water that won't last. That's what the Holy Spirit told me the other day. The revival that comes will last till Jesus comes. It will last. You need to dig ditches that will hold it. God is not prodigal with his power or blessing or word. He's not prodigal. He's not going to allow you to waste it. 
when conditions are met water will come and water will come without notice you won't see wind you won't see rain but you will see the water if your conditions are met if you will dig those ditches dig just obey acts 21 says suddenly there was a sound from heaven on the day of pentecost suddenly see that is because they dug the ditches they waited in jerusalem 10 days and then suddenly things began to happen suddenly things will begin to happen if you meet the conditions and you dig ditches and say lord help me to be faithful let me never waste any gift that you give me anything that you give me let me never waste it lord let me value it let me treasure it if you will have that attitude then suddenly suddenly if you're going to be a faithful steward of what god is going to give you suddenly 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 get ready for surprise as a matter of the holy spirit is telling you get ready for surprise something is coming surprise get ready for surprise something is about to happen oh rabana god is going to surprise you with a blessing that you never thought possible get ready make the valley full of dishes not the mountain not the mountain make the valley can you imagine that even in the kargil war see if you are in a lower point the enemy can finish you off that's why the indian soldiers took the higher ground the enemy had actually taken the higher ground but the indian soldiers they moved up and threw them out took the higher ground then you are able to contain the enemy any battle but here it says you are in the valley in the battle time but dig ditches trust god at his word you're not even at the high place in the valley dig ditches it speaks about loneliness loneliness of the heart loneliness of the life god's water will never flow up that's what joseph chatton taught me years back god's water will never flow up god's water will only flow down it flows down the anointing is not for the arrogant hey the anointing is not for the arrogant god is willing to bless you he's willing to send the revival he's willing to send the river of god's grace and anointing but pride will kill it loneliness See if some of you say you are not proud you know there's something the holy spirit there's nothing to be proud of if you're always fighting battles and you can't see anything what is there to be proud of you'll be humble <laughs> but see that comes into question you know when when god blesses you will you stay humble a lion caged is still a lion but in the cage it is humble el chumma lay down 
but you let it loose the lion in it will manifest are you with me it's the same way some of you if god gave you what you wanted your true attitude will come out imagine you got that contract and suddenly <laughs> i once told somebody whom i loved very much she was with me so i years back you'd always pray for a blessing and i told it not just once many time i said if god blessed you with what you wanted how will your relationship with the lord be he would look at me i said how would your relationship with me be will you be a part of the church imagine all that you're praying for god what 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 how would you be he didn't say anything but anyway i prayed for his blessing and god blessed him and like i said once the blessing came his true attitude was revealed never again with me never again with the lord <laughs> on his own trip let me tell you sometimes people say you know hey pastor you know nobody's laid hands upon me no i just grew by myself you are a proud person you have finished even before you have started hey, i never went anywhere god just melt dealt with me you know you're blinded by pride you fail to see the people who have spoken into your life prayed for you you think you are a self made man or a woman you're wrong ditches in the valley speaks about loneliness and humility captain coolman would say before she would ever minister extreme helplessness that is i am totally insufficient without god extreme helplessness provokes the almightiness of god the moment you know you think you know it all you've been to the bible college you know the scriptures you know that yeah and you come with an attitude you can you can fool people but you cannot fool the presence of god are you with me amen Lift your hands and say, Lord, I humble myself. Humble thyself in the sight of the Lord. What if your blessing came? Would you be sitting before this program today? <laughs> your breakthrough came and suddenly, wow, Benihin wants you to minister with him. It's a bypass there. God bless me. Ruth would you be here? Next day with invite from Hill Song. We want you to be the main worship leader. Ah, subjects are going to call you. Amen.
Stay humble, that's all. Minister for Glorify Jesus. Your business is blessed big time. Yeah, then you can show off. It's pride. Take that song, Humble Thyself in the Sight of the Lord. You know, there is this, this, uh, this great prophet called uh, Kittuni. Kittuni. You know the prophet called Kittuni? In a Malayala movie. Is it Kittuni? The guy who wins the lottery? <laughs> Innocent. <laughs> Innocent. Who wins the lottery? <laughs> he thinks he wins the lottery. I don't know if his name was Kittuni. But he thinks he wins the lottery. And then he goes and shows the boss who what he really wanted to say for them. <laughs> there are many like that out there. Kittunis. <laughs> in, a, in the battle scene, in the valley, you're like humble. My God, there's no one more humble than you. Even Moses would have to learn from you. But <laughs> let your victory come. Let the water come. Let the blessing come. And then your attitude will be shown. Don't be a kittuni. Hallelujah. Say, <laughs> Don't be a kittuni, but stay humble. Let's sing that song. Hey. thyself in the sight of the Lord humble thyself in the sight of the Lord and he shall lift you high higher and higher and he shall lift you high humble thyself in the sight of the Lord, humble thyself in the sight of the Lord. Humble thyself in the sight of the Lord. Humble thyself in the sight of the Lord. And He shall lift you high, higher and higher, and He shall lift you high. He shall lift you high higher and higher than he shall lift you high sing it one more time from your heart humble thyself in the sight of the Lord humble thyself in the sight of the Lord humble thyself in the sight of the Lord And he shall lift you high, higher and higher than he shall lift you high. And he shall lift you high, higher and higher, and he shall lift. See, the anointing does not belong to you. It belongs to God. The reason for power is not you. That's humility. It's God. Never put yourself on the pedestal. I didn't call myself. God called me. 
I am not a pastor because I said I am a pastor. I am a pastor because God said. Humility is God revealing it to you. And it's a daily journey. In the valley to dig ditches. 2nd Kings 3, 16, one more time. And he said, thus saith the Lord, make this valley full of ditches. Amen. Amen. Make this valley full of ditches. ditches. So you got to make it. Are you with me? It's, it's what we call laboring in the spirit. Who digs ditches at home? Somewhere it's laborers. You just sit with your AC on with your orange juice. The laborers go out there and dig ditches. So there is a laboring in the spirit that brings the water. Water comes to people who are willing to labor. Are you with me? For years, even before, not for ministry, for years I would spend, even now whenever I can, I would spend the whole day and then half of the night in prayer. Not studying to preach. I had no ministry then. Just digging, getting a revelation from the word in prayer. There are some of you whom, you know, my, every, 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 every month, the tithe of the month, where you spend in fasting 30 days, at least 3 days, at least. There was a season where I would at least spend eight hours non-stop in prayer. Every day. Just Colossians 4 verse 12. The scripture says there in Colossians 4 verse 12. Read on. Colossians is in the New Testament. The fourth chapter, verse 12. Epaphras, who is one of you, who is one of you, a servant of Christ, a servant of Christ, saluteth you, uh, always laboring fervently for you. See, is laboring fervently for you, for in, you in prayer. In prayer. women who are married who have children know what labor is you have something inside that God has given you a baby and then when the time is there you gotta you go into labor and you know the agony the pain now they have epidural <laughs> I mean labor or a color or more just then. See, water comes when 
you choose not to be superficial you have to dig ditches you got to go deep in your life there is a prayer life there is a relationship with jesus that's outward superficial hi amen glory but ditches got to dig it's labor laboring in prayer there are two dimensions to labor scripturally one is laboring in prayer the other is 1 timothy 5:17 give double honor to those who labor in the word labor in the word i mean what is laboring in the word you are not reading the bible to preach you are reading and studying the bible to eat for yourself and people should get an overflow of your feeding that's where ministry is but you studying daily you laboring don't look for what to preach some of you don't even read the bible because i've not asked you to preach for the last one and a half years <laughs> you just kept it all the notes ready one call as pastor just give me the mic job 23 verse 12 i treasured your word more than my daily food jesus told the disciples give your coat and get a sword can you imagine that in luke 22 i think give your coat and get a sword just before jesus went to be to the garden to die on the cross for our sins said, give your coat and get a sword i mean the sword of the word is more important than your convenience your than you looking good some of you want to look cute and nice and superficial everything and then want water to flow yeah water to flow got a nail polish on can't trim the guitar too hard because polish will go but you're an anointed woman amen look at how dirty your nails are <laughs> that's a joke thankfully we don't have a camera that can zoom in but just just keep your hands behind your back now ruth <laughs> <laughs> what am i saying now there are people who i mean i've seen that you know, people who can't labor in prayer of the word because their their the appearance matters to them the first thing you get up in the morning should not be saying good morning to your husband or to your wife or to your children even but saying morning to jesus getting up and <clears throat> spending time with him speaking to him before you speak with anybody else i put that into practice now my first words out of my mouth the daily should be to jesus and the first word that i get should be from god himself so i look to eat what is the holy spirit telling me 
before my wife comes to me or children come to me. What is God saying to me? And I am not the spiritual. I'm, the reason I'm saying that is for you to learn this. The purpose of labor is to arrive at a depth. You can't be superficial and expect supernatural to manifest. People who have depth in God will have heights on the earth. I repeat that. Men and women who have depth with God will have heights on the earth. The depth of insight, of information, of revelation. Galatians 2.2 Paul says, I went up by revelation. Can you imagine that? I went up by revelation. So anytime you have the word and revelation coming in, you go up. I went up by revelation. Demons are afraid of people with depth. Superficial Christians, the devils are not afraid of you. There is a depth that you need to have in your relationship with God. There's a richness that comes to you. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Amen. A depth. Have you seen some people when they speak, there is a depth. They won't speak much. People of depth won't speak much. They'll be more quiet. But when they open their mouth, there is a depth. Are you with me? There is a depth. There is a depth that you get with God where you experience intimacy. And you feel connected to God. And you know He's speaking to you and you're speaking to Him as a relationship. Labor is not easy. Are you with me? Dig ditches. In the valley, ditches. Full of ditches. There will be no sound of rain, no wind. But if you have kept the conditions, water will come. Water will come. Amidst your battles, the water will come. Amidst your battles, battle, the the waters will come. The waters will supernaturally come. Open your mouth and say, amidst the battles, the water will come. Amidst my battles, the water will come. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God is giving some of you grace for consistency in labor. Labor, consistency. labor Moses would spend 40 days and 40 nights laboring in the presence of God Elijah also did the same thing 40 days and nights labor the rain came are you with me the intimacy with God comes depth Tonight, amidst your battles, water is coming. Go deep in the Lord. Are you with me? Amen. Let's close our eyes and pray.